all of these things that happen that take us further away from who we really are truly at the core to create these set of programs that is telling us that because this has been our experience so far this is how life is and the society that we live in makes sure that we are as busy as possible as consumed as possible so that we don't have the time to stop and think hang on a minute is this even what i really want Hey Curl Friend, you're listening to the Curl Power Podcast with me, your host, Zoe Fox. This podcast is for women who want to heal the past, say goodbye to the outdated patterns that have been holding them back, and really just step into a more inspiring future, a future that feels like it's authentic with who you are and who you came here to be. So many women get stuck living day to day, out of alignment, doing work that doesn't really set their souls on fire, settling for less than what they truly deserve. But I'm here to say it doesn't have to be that way. We can heal the past and we can just set about creating the future that we truly deserve. Now, I don't know about you, sis, but I'm definitely at a stage of my life where I need to feel as though I am living the life that I came here to live, not living the life that society said that we should be living, really connecting with our highest vision for ourselves, our greatest potential, and just setting about manifesting it. Come and follow me on Instagram, zoe.e.fox. It would be great to be connected. So if you are looking to level up your life i've created a beautiful free little gift for you it's downloadable you can find it on the website i will drop the link in the show notes it's called manifest your perfect day the night before it's a daily reflection template to help you have a more intentional day ahead i find by starting the day with intention it's amazing what you can achieve if you just float into the next day without an agenda You'll just keep floating through days, through days, and then just being like, oh my God, I'm 85, where's life gone and what have I achieved? The Manifest Your Perfect Day Planner will help you to create the habits that connect you back to yourself at the end of the day. So you can essentially step into the new day feeling grateful, clear and confident about where you're heading. So I found in my personal development journey that forming little habits like this can really help you to beat procrastination, self-doubt, and just get you living with more purpose and more clarity. Please find the link for that in the show notes. I started this podcast because I've had some quite significant experience that have really shaped my life, and life's got really, really difficult at some points, I'm not going to lie. So part of my motivations for starting the podcast was to share some of the greatest lessons that I've learned from going through some of my biggest hardships because I remember what it was like to be going through the thick of some of the most difficult things I've ever had to deal with and feeling alone feeling like I didn't know what to do where to go who to turn to what steps to take to start turning my experience around to be quite honest I didn't think it was possible to transform my experience and I got into some really dark places mentally and some very challenging places physically. So after the death of my boyfriend, I just really spiralled out of control into a real pit of darkness. It was somewhat like a dark cloud lived above my head for well over a decade. And for a very long and consistent period of time, I felt as though I just didn't want to exist at all. I couldn't see any light in my life. 
I thought it was bleak and destined to be miserable for the rest of my days. I mean, even in some of my darkest moments, there's been this little voice inside me that has always encouraged me to just keep going, to just keep finding a reason to keep going, something to look at, something to hold on to. Sometimes I listen to the voice, but sometimes the pain of my existence was just far too loud to hear anything else. That little voice within me just got drowned out for long periods of time. That little voice has been like an internal guidance system that has been with me for my whole life, gently nudging me in one direction over another, giving me feedback about people that maybe I should keep at arm's length. But the reality is my ego didn't always want to listen. Anytime I ignored that voice, I would often end up going down a road that was less than ideal, shall we say. <laughs> In many respects, it's like this voice was saying, you've got two choices. You can either follow me, which I would describe as being the higher voice, or you can ignore this and go the other way, which is what has essentially turned out to be the road of the hardest lessons. So this is why I often refer to life as being a game because I was mindlessly ignoring this voice that was trying to tempt me onto a higher path while charging down this path of difficulty and tribulation. Kind of like snakes and ladders, you know, roll the dice. Where'd you end up? At a snake and then you have to come sliding all the way down, you know, rather than choosing the ladder, which is gonna elevate you up a bit higher. So often I landed on the snake don't get me wrong, there's many aspects of my experience that I would rather have not have had to have gone through. Losing somebody you love very suddenly is very difficult, very painful. Spinal cord injury, again, is not something that you'd really choose to opt into. Traumatic childbirth is definitely not how I visualise things. But those difficult roads have really brought about a lot of my greatest lessons. Being as I decided to ignore that voice that was calling me towards a higher path, I did have to learn some stuff the long, hard way. So this higher voice that I'd been ignoring, I remember it was probably around 2012 when there was a distinct shift within me. I think in 2011, I came out of a very damaging relationship. Nothing was nourishing my soul. The relationship that I was in had totally drained everything I had. It had li literally pushed me to the very brink of my mental health. The work I was doing just wasn't authentically me. And at the same time, I had had one redundancy already. Didn't really listen to the instinctive voice that was telling me that this field was just not for me. At this point, I was so sort of downtrodden by life and filled with anxiety that I couldn't really see anything else for myself. It was just like, you know, stick to what you know. And besides, it sounds good, doesn't it, to have a job in banking? Sounds good to who? And what does good even mean? Because it made me miserable, <laughs> extremely miserable. So I ignored the voice, got another job in banking. Again, just, yeah, never really found my groove. So in 2012, a few things happened. I got together with my now husband and that was definitely a key point where I decided to listen to that voice that was saying, yeah, this is something that you should do. 
instead of ignoring it and going with the people that the voices say, no, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And I was like, okay, then I'll do it. But this time I decided to start listening to the higher voice. And it's just been a really interesting experiment for me to just trust in saying yes to this higher voice. It's guiding me on to many wonderful things in my life. But I have to admit, for a very long period of time, I didn't know what was going on in my head. My anxious mind ruled my entire existence for many, many, many years. It became quite difficult for me to really trust what was going on in my head. So the difference between the anxious thinking voice and the voice of my higher intuition is that the anxious thinking voice, it never felt good really, it never felt comfortable. It was always nagging and gnawing and very controlling and very rigid in its thinking and how it wanted me to behave and it didn't feel freeing and it was constantly putting me under a lot of pressure. So as I started to put the work in to become more mindful and conscious and aware of the thoughts that were going on in my head, it had to come to a point where I was really taking care to notice which voice I was allowing to lead my life. I started to realise that that voice of pressure was more often than not, not my own true internal voice. It was a voice of patterns that had been set because of challenging life experiences, or it was the voice of society and what is expected of us and how we should behave in this life. Very little of it was to do with me. So I came to a point where I'm like, I'm living a life that's being dictated to by a voice that is not serving my highest interests. I started processing a lot of my trauma, going through therapy, doing a lot of counselling, a lot of deep work and realising, wow, this voice has really been controlling me. And there's a funny kind of moment when you're able to separate yourself out from that voice of the programming and start to see it for what it is. It was almost like having an out-of-body experience the first time I realised that, what you mean I am not my anxious thoughts? I felt as though I'd almost sort of came out of my body and floated above it and saw it for what it all was. I am not my anxious thoughts. I'm just being controlled by them. It's just a little bit like a parasite scenario. I remember seeing some sort of video online. I think it was like a cricket that had been taken over by a parasite and this, bar this parasite was literally controlling the entire body of this cricket. And that's what my experience was like for so long. And I'm wondering how many of you that are listening are being dictated to by the programming and the patterns. How many of you are going through life like the cricket that's just being controlled by this parasitic body within that's, you know, taking this cricket through the motions? Meanwhile, the cricket has lost all sense of who it is it believes it's itself. The cricket doesn't even realise it's been taken over by this parasite. And there's so much that can contribute to this. The things that we grow up consuming in the media, how we were treated as children, whether at home or at school, 
damaging relationships, abuse, all of these things that happen that take us further away from who we really are truly at the core to create these set of programs that is telling us that, well, this is because this has been our experience so far, this is how life is. And the society that we live in makes sure that we are as busy as possible, as consumed as possible, so that we don't have the time to stop and think, hang on a minute, is this even really me? Is this even what I really want? And I think that sort of went to show when we had the whole lockdown pandemic scenario with a lot of people questioning, hang on a minute, is this what I really want for my life? People walking away from their day jobs and following their hearts and their passions because people had the time to stop and think. I was so busy stuck on the nine to five rat race, getting up, going to work, dealing with the commute, getting home stressed, that all you want to do is wind down, eat dinner, watch something on TV to numb you so you're not thinking about the fact that you've got to wake up in the morning and do it all over again. Entirely unfulfilled, but still we're earning our salaries that help us pay for our houses that we go to sleep in and then spend all day away from. And then we can start to convince ourselves that we should be grateful for the 30 days holiday that we get from these corporations that keep us enslaved for the rest of the year while they're earning major money off our backs. And all the while, you're so plugged in to their programme and the corporation's needs that you're not even having a chance to stop and think about, hang on a minute, what is it that you really want? What is it that sets your heart and soul on fire? Now, I know this isn't the case for everybody. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are out there in jobs that you're at, you know, that you absolutely love. But if you're anything like me and you've been stuck for way too long in a job that, ah, oh, it's just not exciting to get up in the morning. I remember waking up in absolute dread, thinking about having to go through it all again the next day and oh, day in and day out very bleak, very depressing. And for the longest, it took me a long time to learn lessons. Sometimes I'd be like stuck on a roundabout going round and round and round, not learning the lesson, going through the same experience time and time again, because I didn't even think to put my foot out and slow the roundabout down. I was just spinning around going, Wee! totally stuck in it, not able to see the wood for the trees. And I say all of this because I think it's so important for us to find time in our days to just honour ourselves in a little bit of space so that we can deeply connect with ourselves to think about what we do we what we do really want, what is lighting us up. You know, we go through things in life and some things make us feel as though we're being pulled down and other things that make us feel like we're being lifted up. How can we follow the path that lifts us up? What more can we do to pursue a lighter feeling life, a life of less weight and less burden and resentment because you're doing stuff that you don't want to do? One thing I learnt when my boyfriend died so suddenly was life is short. I mean, I say I learnt that, but it took me a long time to actually start living again once he died. I'm wondering how much time do you take for self-reflection? Time where there's nothing but you and yourself and the ability to just take a deep breath and connect with your heart and just to bring your head out of the busyness of life and think 
about what really sets your soul on fire? Do you allow yourself to dream? Do you allow yourself to visualise anything other than your current existence? Once I really started to do that, and my imagination started creating new possibilities, I started seeing a different side of life. I allowed myself to become curious because you know what I noticed? Once I started asking, how can life get better? What can I do to help my life feel better? Because once you've been in the absolute depths of depression and anxiety, at the point even really fearing for my mental health, it's like one thing that I always knew was that I never wanted to go back there. So I kept asking, how can I find more enjoyment in life? What can I do that makes me feel as though I'm connected to my higher, my greatest potential? Because there's nothing more frustrating than living an unfulfilled life or not really connecting in with yourself to see what you're capable of. Because for me, growing up in Birmingham, working class, mixed race, wasn't really expecting much for myself out of life, to be totally honest. There wasn't really anyone around that I was looking at that was setting the bar to say, this is what can be possible for you. So I kind of settled. But once I started questioning, hang on a minute, settling, settling for what? What else is possible? Just imposing that question to myself, it's got my brain thinking, what else is possible? What lights me up? Aside from thinking, oh yeah, I need to get a good job to pay the bills and support the family, what would actually wake you up in the morning feeling like, you know what, I can't wait to get going. I can't wait to get stuck into my projects. I can't wait to get to work. Because if you're not waking up and feeling excited about life, perhaps it might be a good idea to ask yourself, how could you find more excitement in life? What can you do to bring more joy into your life? Since asking those questions, my intuition or that highest voice within comes up with some suggestions. It starts leading me in directions. And because the directions that the highest voice is leading me in leads me to intrigue and excitement, I'm following it. It's like a cookie trail or a breadcrumb trail. I'm like, oh, that was a delicious morsel. Let me see if I can find the next one. And then I've just been on this mission ever since of going along this path picking up the cookie crumb that I can see that's been laid in front of me, saying yes to the opportunities that ultimately light me up, even if that's filled with a little bit of fear, because don't forget, the programming still exists. That first thought of, oh my gosh, what an amazing opportunity, I'm going to go for it, is often followed up by a little voice of doubt that goes, oh, you can't do that, or that's not for you. But sod that voice of doubt for a minute, just notice how you felt when that opportunity first arose. Notice how that feeling emanated from your heart and then it was the head that decided to rain on your parade. I wonder what it would be like to just start following your heart a little bit more. And when I say that, you might start noticing all of the programming that's telling you, oh, you can't do this because of that or that's not a good idea because of this. What if you just started exploring a little bit like depending on what you've got going on in your life right now, you might be experiencing feelings that don't feel good. There could be some resistance in there, something that's telling you that something doesn't feel quite right. Stuff that's dragging you down, stuff that's bringing up feelings that are entirely unpleasant. 
ask yourself, what is there that I can learn from this? What can I learn from this discomfort? What is this discomfort here to teach me? Once you start inquiring, your internal navigation system starts presenting you with perspective. In my experience anyway, when I've been going through painful or difficult times, like when I had my spinal cord injury, after that, I just felt a real strong sense that that experience happened to teach me something. So immediately, well, I say immediately, after I'd gone through the shock of it happening, within a couple of weeks, I'm like, hmm, this has happened for a reason. What is this trying to tell me? What can I learn from this experience? Instead of sitting in the pity and the sorrow, just by asking those questions, I'm opening up like a new realm of possibility asking questions, providing the potential for an answer to be presented to me. I just then need to put in the work to make sure that I'm connecting in with myself, providing myself with that quiet time and space to start receiving the understanding as to what I could possibly learn from this situation. If it's a friendship or a relationship that it's not serving your highest good and it's damaging you and it's causing you pain, Start asking, what can I learn from this? If you're in a workplace and you're dreading going in every day and you spend your evenings anxious about getting up and going in the next day, ask yourself, what is this situation trying to tell me? Start listening in for that internal guidance. Once you start getting that guidance, you have to then pair it up with courage because now you need to start taking action. Unless, of course, you want to stay stuck. And this is where a lot of people do get stuck because starting to take action to do something different can also bring up its challenges. The programs and the patterns that we've come up against in life are trying to keep us small. So when we start thinking about how we might be able to do something differently, the little egotistical voice of doubt pipes up and starts trying to keep you in your hole because actually it's just a little bit afraid of what's on the other side. Sometimes it can be really difficult when you don't know any other way of being because you've always responded to certain situations in the same way, which is what I did for the longest. When I started becoming open to responding differently to situations, that's when I really started to see a transformation in my experience. Once I returned the internal guidance that says, you know what, you need to perhaps think about doing a different line of work or when I felt as though I was being called in a different direction I had to summon up the courage and take a leap of faith to do something different which when you've been suffering with clinical anxiety can be a very difficult thing to do but one thing about my experience is that I really noticed that the more I started to follow this what feels internally like a higher voice everything started to unfold in a more and more beautiful way. It can definitely take time to familiarise yourself with the voice within that is trying to navigate you in the direction of your highest good. But it all starts with a conscious awareness that it exists. And then with that, it's about taking the action to create the space to connect with that voice to connect with yourself at a deeper level, to see what it is that you really want to get out of life. 
so that you're not just subject to a mediocre existence if that's not what your heart desires. You don't have to play small. You can dream big. Why not? I mean, there's nothing to lose. What I would love for you is if you could just start to carve out a bit of time in your day, every day, to connect in with yourself. Even if at first that just looks like spending half an hour in your room by yourself and just connecting with your breath and noticing what you notice. These processes can evolve, but in just creating that quiet time and space for you to just be like, <sighs> do a loud sigh and really connecting with the present moment and with your needs right in this moment. Sometimes you might notice that your body just needs to move or sway or you might need to roll your shoulders or roll your neck, bringing it back to your breath. And then just ask yourself, what can I do for the rest of the day that is going to bring my soul a little bit more contentment? It could be something as simple as drink more water. It could be to brainstorm a project that you've had in your head. It might be that you need to have a green juice or a green smoothie. It doesn't have to be anything huge and revelationary. I'm not saying that you're going to sit down and connect with your breath on the first day and be like, oh my gosh, I've just unleashed my dream to become an astrophysicist. It's not necessarily going to work like that. But by inviting more mindful moments into your day to just get used to sitting with yourself connecting with your breath, connecting with the present moment and inviting the opportunity to understand more about what your soul really desires. You could ask what your soul needs today. Could say to do some yoga poses or go for a run through a forest or just go for a walk down the road, get your body moving. But if you notice the idea and it comes with a little feeling of warmth or joy, follow it, why not? If it starts saying, I need a bottle of vodka, then I don't know, maybe don't trust it. <laughs> but yeah, just get used to noticing how you feel inside when certain thoughts come up. Does it feel like it is a thought that lead that is leading you towards the lighter echelons of our experience? Or is it a thought that is leading you down into a darker place? Get into the habit of making as many decisions as possible in a day that lead you towards a higher and lighter experience. It's time to start moving away from the heavy stuff, the burdensome stuff that we could all do without. Once you start dropping the weight of the burden, you can start connecting more deeply with who you are and who you really came here to be. I preach so hard about this because this is the work that I've been doing and I've been getting the results, I've been seeing the results, I've been working with other women, sharing my practices with them and seeing their results and I'm like, there's something in this. When you do start connecting with your intuition, I'm sure there's going to be many occasions where you're questioning whether it is really your, your highest voice or whether it is just your imagination. But you know what? Even if it is just my imagination, it's taken me to some pretty amazing places. And I would love to see you connecting with some pretty amazing places too. Life throws stuff at us, sis. But if we can stay mindful as often as possible 
And at first it might feel like a lot of effort, but soon it becomes second nature. Just keep bringing your head back into your heart, connecting with your breath and asking what is the best possible outcome in every moment that presents itself. It's time to steer away from that harsh inner critic and start connecting more deeply with that nurturing voice of warmth, love, compassion, with your highest interests held closely to heart. I would love for you over the course of the next week to make regular check-ins with yourself. Keep a little journal close by or make a note in your phone, whatever works best for you. But just take those moments to check in and just say, what do I need more of in this moment? And start to notice what you hear back. Start prioritising yourself. Start prioritising what you really need. Fill yourself up, sis. Start checking in with yourself daily and start to notice a difference in your experience for the better. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. I think a new future really starts by just connecting deeply within ourselves. If you are at a point in your life where you are ready to transition out of the past and into a more prosperous future, then I would love to connect. I'm working with women in a very beautiful way, just calling on intuition and deeply connecting with our highest desires to see how we can transform your life from being stuck in the past to being excited about consciously creating the future that you know you deserve. You can connect with me on Instagram at zoe.e.fox or you can drop me an email. The link is in the show notes if you would like to book in a discovery session. You can connect in and see how we can start to elevate your life. There's so much power in you. Sometimes you just need the guidance to help you unlock it. If the podcast brought you any joy, light or benefit, then please do share it with a friend. And I also love to receive your reviews. The reviews definitely help potential listeners for the podcast to understand what you get out of it and to see whether it's a worthy investment of their time. So thank you for taking the time to do those reviews for me. You can support me as an independent creator at buymeacoffee.com forward slash curl squad, which is a great little platform that allows you to buy me a coffee or leave a tip. Right then, curl friend, I hope you are thinking about how you can create more space in your life to connect with who you really came here to be. Big love, peace out, and I look forward to catching you next week. <laughs>